What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another pay-per-view point edition of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast, where we are getting into the preview and predictions for the NXT Vengeance Day pay-per-view coming up this weekend. It's Sunday, or Saturday. Sunday, right? This yes. one keeps going back and forth for me. Yes, it's Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. You know how they go. Like, either, Sunday, either. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll ask uh, Gunther. He might know. <laughs> This Sunday, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more into the Saturday pay-per-views in some ways, but, you know, sometimes a Sunday one can be perfectly fine, and NXT Vengeance Day doesn't have the longest card in the world. It doesn't seem like it's going to be one that drags on forever, like an AEW pay-per-view where, you know, it's halfway into Monday, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't need to see this, uh, this Ring of Honor match or something, but... We are going to break down what we've got going on here for this card. I do not expect anything to change over the next few days. But, of course, if there are any changes, we will address them on the hot tags on Friday. But I think we're pretty locked in from what this lineup is. And, you know, we're going to not only give our predictions, maybe all that, but we also want to know what you have to say about this. So drop your thoughts in the comment section below on YouTube. If you are on YouTube, then make sure that you click on all the good buttons that you can see on there. There's a join button. That'll give you access to the Patreon stuff. Just the same. It's just only on YouTube and you actually get the video stuff. So now that we are starting to branch more into the webcams, I think that that is even more of a reason to be on the YouTube side of it than the Patreon. It doesn't really matter to me one way or another, though. I upload to both of them in case people have one preference or the other. But, you know, video only on the YouTube side of it. So dollar a month, five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, whatever it might be. It's all greatly appreciated. The dark cast tiers there, the pick poison tiers on both. You could also toss a little spare change our way through the thanks button. You can pick up some merchandise on Redbubble or TeePublic until I move over to something else because Redbubble's charging even more money now. They got another email about that today where they're like, hey, we don't make enough money off of you and the money that we're charging you to make money off of you, we're going to start charging even more. So Firmly a giant middle finger to Redbubble for being a terrible, terrible company that should just go out of business. And I don't feel bad in saying that whatsoever. I hope you uh, you lose all your money and you you burn. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna try wow. to I'm probably gonna try to switch over to Amazon merch and see what's going on there or something. Maybe Teespring. I don't know. Uh, I keep pushing this on the back burner because it's like I don't have the time to research all this, let alone the time to re-upload all of the different designs and all. But we'll see. If you have any preferences of that, let me know. But you can also just uh, do the non-monetary means, although, of course, the monetary means help us keep the lights on here. So, you know, keep that in mind. But if you've got too much of your uh, wallet is strapped as it is, remember, it doesn't cost a dime to hit the like button on this or to share this on Reddit or anywhere else, you know, if you're part of a Discord server or something like that, where you think people would be interested in checking us out, share it there. Also, go ahead and check out our Discord server. You find the link over here on the uh, screen right now on YouTube. If you're listening to us on the audio-only feeds, you can find that on smartcutmama.com. If you can't find it on there or whatever like that, let me know. Uh, there's, you know dot gg slash x four v z t z h d there you go <laughs> if you can remember that but ask it in the comments i'll post a link or something i don't know uh actually i probably should just put that in like the auto description templates going forward maybe i'll do that yeah yeah I mean, like that's actually our discord is very active and it's quite surprising to me so you know let's keep that up make it even more active join up you know and uh yeah i mean everything else on this marketplace we've explained that all before but if you're lost again let me know about that too <laughs> so nxt vengeance today of course we don't have a 20 match card or anything we do have six matches which seems to be the norm by now and as i said i'm not expecting anything different to happen you think that there's going to be any tweaks in the meantime before we get to this card nope i do not Alrighty, so let's get into this and let's talk about the most recent match that they just added, and that is a no disqualification match between Dijak and Joe Gacy. This came about because they've been having some issues over the past few weeks, and Dijak was hanging out backstage in this. I don't know what it was supposed to be, but if Gacy comes over and he's like, you know, oh, this is where you like come to think and whatever, and they start fighting. 
and uh, Gacy gets kicked off of a production truck to fall into a dumpster. Ava eventually agrees to uh, Dijak's request for an ODQ match after Joe Gacy's like, oh, that sounds kind of fun. And you know what? I hate to say. It's going to be fun. This Joe Gacy character is starting to grow on me. <laughs> That's annoying because I feel the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> There was nothing wrong with the schism. Whether or not it hit is a different conversation. But there was nothing wrong with it. Him just being wacky, silly guy, and there being zero acknowledgement of the prior relationship between Ava and Gacy kind of pissed me off. That is something that's weird. I'll give you that for sure. They've just Um, completely erased schism. Yeah, they're just like, oh, Joe Gacy's just being a wacky guy. Hey, he's a silly. He was a cult leader. (laughs) Yeah. You know know how they did the whole thing with Reggie where it's like, you know, actually, back in the day, everybody used to call me scripts, and that's who I am going forward. This is going to be like, actually, everybody knows me as wacky Joe Gacy. (laughs) Yeah, it's a why. I, I just don't understand. Um. This should be a really good match, and I think Dijak needs to win. I think Dijak desperately needs a win, and he is certainly not going to get it here. I I hate you. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Look, I I want Dijak to be a big star. I've been, you know, as soon as he popped up in NXT as just, you know, Chris Dijak, I was like, oh, shit, I like this guy. This guy's really good. And then you see more of his matches with, like, Keith Lee and everyone, and I'm like, he could be a world champion at some point. The dude's tall. The dude's good. And, you know, they end up having the whole retribution thing and all, and it throws him off the path to success. And they've got something going with him now, but it's not connecting to a level that I think that he's the priority here. This seems like this is built around Gacy. So if Gacy loses, I don't think Dijak really gets anything out of it. But if Gacy wins, then it starts to heal from the schism thing. Boo. Earns? <laughs> yes, I, I am saying boo earns. Yeah, I, I just think like Dijak could face uh, Elia if you don't want to go with my wacky idea of just put Sheamus on NXT and let Sheamus fight Elia. You know, like. I'm still curious what that whole Ridge Holland thing is going to be, by the way. Complete side note of this whole <laughs> Casey and Dijak thing. Like, well, th- that's actually a match they could add because for some reason he's like. Yeah, I want to fight three, all three of them at once. But, like, I don't want this show to go any longer than it needs to, so I hope yeah. they don't. You know what else is a little bit weird to me? Again, sidetrack, but it's yeah, it's not that crazy. It's not like I'm, we're going to start talking about, do you ever have a bacon jam on your burger or something? But, like, uh, which, by the way, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the setup right now that they have for NXT Stand and Deliver says that it starts at 1230. Mm-hmm. And normally they've been doing the half hour preview kind of stuff when they don't have a match. And sometimes they've been throwing a match on there and they've had, you know, 15 minutes to talk about stuff and then they have a match or something. I can't think of what most people would be doing for the NXT stand and deliver card. Most of the people that are in the realm of like, you know, being on a pay-per-view card right now in the NXT there's only a few that I can really pinpoint and say, I think this person against that person is going to happen. We'll talk about some of that stuff later on, but like Gacy, he's having a no DQ match with Dijak right now. What is he going to do? If anything at stand and deliver and Ridge Holland's got this Gallus thing. Who could be his tag team partners to fight Gallus? And would anybody give a shit? Cause that seems to me like that's a non pay-per-view match. And it's just like, maybe Ridge gets two people from NXT to be his partners. But then even that, I'm like, who the hell could team with Ridge? Because if it's not Sheamus and Butch, or, well, Pete Dunn, we're staying away from that. I'm looking at this list, and I'm like, it's not going to be Boa. It's not going to be Garage. It's not going to be Malik Blade or... Who are you to doubt Guru Raj? <laughs> I'm a, a living, breathing person. That's <laughs> like Luca Crucifino is not going to team up with Rich Holland. 
The only people I can think of, and this sounds stupid because I don't think this works at all, is Hank and Tank. And they have no connection to Ridge Holland, so... Huh? <laughs> it's the end game uh, here for this. I don't know. I just want Biggie back. I don't... Look, Ridge Holland <laughs> is a lot of... <laughs> what? Like, he just want this guy back from another stable. I, I, don't, I don't care about that. Look, all due respect. Because Ridge Holland eats a lot of shit on social. I don't care. Like... Why are you doing this story? It's weird. Why is he feuding with Gallows? It's weird. Why did the Brawling Brutes just break up? I'm not complaining because Pete Dunn has his name. Um, it's all weird. Uh, maybe. I don't think of who besides Hank and Tank. <laughs> um, maybe that's not even a plan to have anything like that. Maybe he's just going to fight Gallus, beat all three of them, and that's it. I mean, like, what's the plan? Like, and how does this help his redemption arc? Yeah, to be like, man, things suck. I need to go back to NXT. Oh, I guess I'm gonna get my ass kicked a bunch of times. It's very strange. I don't know what they're doing with certain people. I don't know what this Von Wagner thing is going on right now. And I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. Um, what am I missing? Why is it just like? I'll lose a match, put somebody through a table, and my kids will be happy. Well, did you ever? First of all, Robert Stone appears to have uh, sired the male equivalent of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's great for him. Um, Von Wagner is just a, a guy who never gets it. Like, for some reason, people seem to like that. I don't, <laughs> but. You know, it is what it is, and people like the table spot. Well, you know who really likes table spots? The D'Angelo family. I knew you were going there. <laughs> they are going up against OTM here. If you didn't know, OTM is a team. D'Angelo family is also a team and a family. And that's about it. This sucks. Oh, <laughs> this oh. sucks. Come on. <laughs> They already Parker. beat them like twice or something, and then they just kind of keep having these vignettes like for like four weeks now, where they're just like, like OTM's like, yeah, we're gonna fight the D'Angelos over and over, and the D'Angelos are like, hey, OTM's gonna fight us, yeah, and then that's it. <laughs> they don't say anything or do anything, and Jada Parker, they're they're really trying to go for like this, you know, something from nothing vibe with otm and i'm down you know like I, it's fine rizzo has the worst accent <laughs> ever <laughs> she is full-blown uh guido full-blown yeah. hey hey oh i'm walking here yeah. hey hey yo oh hey oh hey like her her only research for this project was to watch uh travolta from decades ago <laughs> Or like my cousin Vinny or some shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, hey, yo, hey, I'm the female Joe Pesci. Cop <laughs> What are we doing here? Yeah. It's really bad, and uh, I'm <laughs> not for that. Re- for that reason, like everything on NXT, it's really good. NXT has two modes. You're either Callum, who just doesn't watch. Period. Full stop. Or you're my friend Megan, who absolutely fucking adores this show because it's so not wrestling that it's appealing. <laughs> like, that's it. That's that's who this show attracts. Um, yeah, I don't obviously OTM has to win here with Parker pinning Rizzo. Oh, no, I don't think that's happening at all. What? I think the Angelo family's retaining. They're not wrestling for the titles. Oh, wait, that's not it for the titles. That's right. It's a mixed tag match. I just said Parker's spinning Rizzo. That's right. I forgot that this wasn't for the titles in the line. Ah, well, then OTM can potentially win. Yeah, Parker pins Rizzo. They get a tag title shot. And then maybe they lose. Because they already lost the tag title shot before. So maybe it's like. All right, well, we don't need to do another tag title shot or whatever. OTM could win. Yeah, now that I'm 
Now you reminded me about this. That's true. I'm so blindly going, okay, this is what I think is happening at Stand and Deliver that I'm just bypassing this entirely. Okay, so, what do you think is happening at Stand and Deliver? Well, let's talk about the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the best thing. <laughs> the uh, Corbin and yeah, The Wolf Dogs. Are great. I'm I'm liking the Wolf Dogs, yeah. I it's hope funny, that they don't you know. Fuck this up by making Breaker a baby face on the main roster. See, I I think that that actually is the right way to go because I'm seeing this connection between these two that seems more baby face than heel, and Breaker is like yeah, Breaker was doing a fine enough job when he was champion, but yeah, he was lacking a little bit of character when he turns heel takes him a little bit of time to get into the rhythm of it but it works but i don't think that there's too much longevity there and when you watch Braun breaker just go around spearing people and being a badass like that you want to cheer for him the weirdest thing about this though for me is how much more of a baby face baron corbin is it's because he's finally let's go through baron corbin's history real quick silent but violent like which that was I'm cool. Winning, I'm winning in six seconds, which was great. He still had hair then. The <laughs> Lone Wolf thing was, was fantastic. I liked him on the main roster. I remember there was a talking smack where he said, you know, they were building up to the Rumble and Taker was in the Rumble. And he goes, yeah, it's great. The world needs ditch diggers. And it was just like, oh, my God, Baron Corbin could be a guy for the Undertaker to fight. This is post streak breaking. So who cared? You know, like, it would have been a lot of fun. And then then he made the mistake that they all make of letting someone know, probably Vince, that he could be funny. And suddenly his hair is gone, which is fine. It was going anyway. But they put him in the, the dress shirt and he's Constable Corbin. And then, then for like five years, he's just really annoying guy you want to punch in the face, even though his actual personality is like really chill dude. <laughs> yeah. Who likes just to, wants to grill. <laughs> yeah, who likes to cook and all. He's like he just likes his cigars and he likes grilling. Like he seems like a, a down-to-earth guy. And they did everything from King Corbin to um bum ass Corbin. Like it was happy Corbin. Hey, I'm with JBL and I'm wearing a fedora Corbin. Like, this has been the best. He's wearing real gear. He looks like a badass. He wrestles like a badass. Keep these two together and let him go for the main tag titles. See, I'm expecting them to beat the D'Angelo family or at least to go up against the D'Angelo family. Because it depends on when and how they want to move Baron Corbin up to the main roster. Part of me thinks that he's not necessarily coming up quite yet. And, you know, I mean, they haven't announced anything as far as the uh, draft for this year. But if last year is any indication, they'll probably be doing that sometime post-WrestleMania. So Breaker's got to be in the mix there. Carmelo Hayes has to be in the mix there. Sometimes they throw a complete oddball out there where it's just kind of like, yep, we're bringing up Javier Bernal. Zion Quinn? I want to know, right? No fucking clue what happened with that guy. They, like, the Von Wagner thing's weird enough as it is for them to be like, Von Wagner's a free agent and you're never going to see him on the main roster anyway, but we're still going to call him a free agent. To this day, his superstars page still says he's a free agent rather than an NXT star. Zion you, Quinn. You just learned for the first time that... Uh, the stacks is stacked up. <laughs> That stacks is stacked up. That it's also Rhea Ripley. I, I found that uh, they doubled up her image for some reason. That vacant is also. Uh, yeah, vacant. Vacant is on the main roster page right now on uh, the superstars, like WWE.com slash superstars. Whereas Andrade, they still haven't moved his profile. It's still under alumni. Okay, so I did check. Zion Quinn is still, in fact, on the roster page. Yep. Just want to put that out there. And he's still listed as a free agent. Rather than an NXT star, even though he hasn't even been in NXT, this they gonna, they gave him gonna be the reason Cody loses to Roman Reigns. Oh my god, I hope not. <laughs> well, that's of course if Cody ends up fighting Roman Reigns, because now I'm all nervous about that. <laughs> but uh, 
the the whole idea of that is weird and i don't know if that's maybe something where they wanted to do something and then like vince got in the way of it or if vince did that like maybe he was making the call going like well you got to talk about this big guy and trips was like i don't want to fucking use zion quinn right now let's just see if vince forgets about it and then that's you know He's just been MIA. As far as I'm aware, Zion Quinn hasn't had any injuries. So I don't know what's happening. But depending on if they want to keep that free agency thing or if they want to do something where they just straight up promote people up to the main roster, Carmelo seems like he's pretty much set for SmackDown. And Breaker could very much be like, okay, well, he's just going to Raw. But they could keep him around. They could be Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker holding the tag titles, maybe. So I'll go that far as to say, by the way, I do expect Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams to not win the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, unless the way that they get around that is they have Hayes and uh, Mello, uh, Hayes and Mello, <laughs> Hayes and Williams have the tag title match on like the next two weeks or so of NXT. Because they won't have a whole lot of time to build up the rest of the setup for NXT Stand and Deliver. That's coming a month and a week away after this. No, wait, no. It's a little bit uh, a little bit more than that. One month from then. Yeah, two months. <laughs> Crap. Um, so they do have a couple weeks then. And I think that they could be going in a direction where Corbin and Breaker win those belts. They also... They might not even have to fight them at Stand and Deliver. Uh, Wolf Dogs can win those tag titles on an episode of NXT, and then it could be Corbin and Breaker against. So it was Baron Corbin, apparently. <laughs> but I'm thinking Corbin and Breaker are either defending those titles at Stand and Deliver, or they're fighting for those titles. And I think that obviously Trick Mellow Gang losing the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals means that that's even more tension for later on, which will put a little bit of a pin in for now. Who yeah, you got? I, I'm going Wolf Dogs. Too good. So I got uh, the Gacy thing out of the way. We got the six-person mixed tag match out of the way. We got the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic uh, Finals out of the way. Let's just say the obvious thing. Oba Femi's beating Dragon Lee for the North American title. I am an Oba feminist. <laughs> I I love me some Oba Femi. Yeah, he's beating Dragon Lee. Get your ass back to SmackDown, you scrub. <laughs> <laughs> no chance at all that that belt goes back to Dragon Lee, which is the first time in a long time that I feel like, all right, maybe they have a little bit of a plan going forward. But I still can't think of what Obafemi does at Stand and Deliver either. Like Josh Briggs, baby. I thought that up until he started to act like a complete yeah. dickbag. Yeah, and but it, he is with JBL being a dickbag. So. It's weird because it's like, that would have felt like the Von Wagner thing. And instead they're putting Von Wagner with Noam Dar. And Josh Briggs was going after Noam Dar. And then they decided to just swap out the big men. So, I don't know. Maybe it's... I'm not that I think that this should happen, but maybe the plan is so off Emmy against Ridge Holland. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> put a pin in that. I don't, I don't like that idea. I uh, like I said, not that I would do it, but I kind of think that maybe that's the only other person that can make sense. Put a pin in that, and then Obafemi Emmy wins because it's too early to take the belt off of him, even at stand and deliver. Yeah. In either fashion, it's not Dragon Lee. And it's not Dragon Lee. I don't think this is going to be a particularly long match. Not that it's going to be a squash or anything, but I don't think it's going to be a long one. I hope that oh, that Dragon Lee tries to fly it over Femi, and he gets powerbombed, and that's it. <laughs> Just one move? Yeah. Because over Femi, much like Valvatunde, <laughs> is <big>. very big, <laughs> and a lot of people are. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny uh i watched uh that wwe movie countdown the other day did you but that of was course. jiggler 
that's the one with Ziggler where he super kicks Rusev because Rusev's just like Rusev has a gun. Yeah, it, it's so fucking bad. It's so bad, and uh, that got me thinking of the whole um, Baba Day thing because uh, like he's in one of those movies, but I don't remember which one. And um, I was trying to remember the name of the movie, the, the Countdown one. I was like uh, talking to Caroline, and I'm like, you know, oh, there's also this like there's these other WWE Studios movies that are really awful that we could watch, uh, and. I was thinking that that movie was the one that was called the main event. So I was like, oh, let me look at the trailer. And then, you know, Papa Two Day pops up at that. And I was just like, oh man, look how big he is. <laughs> look how small other people are. <laughs> it is what it is. But if we're talking about you small people. The Two Day movie. It's the fucking main event. It's the little Kofi and all that. Yeah, the little kid, the kid. superpowers and all. Yeah, we need to watch that. It needs to be a Fantrax type thing, yeah. But if we're talking small people, let's talk Roxanne Rox- 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 Perez. Before we get into the small people, let's talk about the real showstopper here. The Andre Chase University 2024 ladies oh. calendar goes on sale. Yeah, before Don't we get into the before we get into the women's championship, match, let's get into the women's calendar that's happening. I don't I, I don't know what they're planning on really necessarily doing for that segment. They're going to have a segment. Like, they're going to do something. Whether it's, like, a quick, like, hey, look, this is the cover of the calendar. You can pick this Hopefully up on it's, WWE.com. Uh, it's Riley Osborne looking at a picture of Thea, and they're both awkwardly flirting because somehow they're perpetually 16. But, like, they're grown adults. And there's probably going to be Lexus King involved. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, looking for a signed copy and he's like, hey, Osborne, you dork. Nobody likes you. And Thea's like, I love him. You know, my favorite line of tonight was uh, I'm right where I belong in between Thea Hale and (laughs) JC Jane. And Thea just stops like, oh, oh, you've thought about this before. I. I don't know what the fuck NXT is, but it's a good time. <laughs> How long before JC Jane and Riley Osborne kiss? Um, two weeks. <laughs> it's not going to be that long uh, for this whole thing to, you know, Thea Hale to be like, well, you know what? I liked him. And JC Jane being like, I've actually been a heel the whole time. Ha ha ha, bitch. You know, like, <laughs> 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 that's basically what it's going to be. But, uh, you know, I mean, they're going to do something with this calendar spot. And uh, I like Booker being like, how much is that damn calendar? <laughs> you know, back in the day, they used to have the uh, the WWF magazine and it would have like Sonny on the cover and it would be like, yep, I'm going I'm to buy that one. Or like, uh, you know, the Ashley Massaro and then pose for Playboy and all. The CW version of the NXT before we even go over to CW is the calendar for Chase U. And uh, I don't even know who 90% of the people are supposed to be. Doesn't matter. Because it's uh, you got Thea, you got JC, and you got uh, Jasmine Nix, I think is her name. Yeah, who seems to be the head uh, lackey for JC. Yeah. And then the, they just had like some other people out there that I didn't recognize them because they're all probably like performance center people. But um, I'm curious. I like Twitter going crazy because Shawn Michaels just surrounds his roster with just the most attractive women <laughs> humanly possible. Yeah. I saw some people complaining, going like, oh, you shouldn't do this angle after what just happened with Vince. And it's like, look, it's not the same. I suggested something that would have been much worse. So, you know, yeah. it, it just is. <laughs> Do you want to tell is. them your guess? It wasn't that far off. Well, look, I, I had been saying, I might have even said it on the show, that maybe uh, JC's running a brothel <laughs> and they're just going to do that thing. But uh, no, this wasn't that far off, honestly. It, it very much felt like, okay, they're going to use sex appeal mm-hmm. to get them out of this jam. If they had a, a brothel backstage in NXT, who on the roster do you think spends the most money there? Brooks Jensen. He still can't get laid. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> answer. He can't even get a fucking friendship hello the, this week with uh, Fallon Henley. He's just like, hey, Fallon, you want to hang out? And she's like, fuck off. I got a match. <laughs> 
poor dude's gonna turn heel and it's gonna be full incel. Uh, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> well, Lyra Valkyria is defending the NXT Women's Championship against Roxanne Perez, and I wouldn't go so far as to say I hate it, but I can damn sure say I don't give a shit. <laughs> I would like Roxanne to win. I want her to win too, but I... And turn heel, but it ain't happening. That's the thing is I don't want her to turn heel because she's an awful heel. You gotta let her grow, man. She needs to practice. Uh, I thought you were going for a short joke there. No. (laughs) You've been in a room with me. I can't make those jokes. (laughs) Well, Tatum Paxley is going to be involved in this in some fashion. And what's weird about this whole setup here Ignoring the uh, yeah, I'm just mixing these words together. That's the second time today that I did that. that I uh, I was gonna say residual and um, some other word, and I mixed it up or whatever. And right then I was just the uh, the possibility and the potential, the potential possibility or whatever. Ignoring the whole idea that maybe Cora Jade was supposed to be involved in here, they are still harping on Lola Vice not doing anything with that NXT breakout contract, and then they've got. This temporary thing with Electra Lopez, while she's already moving up to the main roster, so it's like, you know, hey, we we built this for a little while, and then we have to hit the rush button now. I hate when they do that. But I can't see Lyra against Tatum headlining, or, you know, quote-unquote headlining, stand and deliver. I don't know who would fight Roxanne. I don't know how Lola gets involved. And to be perfectly honest, if it's Lyra versus Roxanne versus Tatum versus Lola, what a shit idea for the biggest pay-per-view of the year. That just doesn't work for me. I think Roxanne should turn heel, Bob Backlund style. But they can't do that because it'll just turn into a you people gimmick. You know what would be fun? You remember when Mickey James fought Asuka? Like eight years ago or something already. <laughs> Just a random ass match. Fucking do AJ and Roxanne. Well, what is stopping you from doing something fun and just having AJ appear at Stand and Deliver? It could potentially happen. Maybe that's the game plan because that is a way to draw for the card. Because like that would people would go nuts. And if I but look that- at this, it's like it can't just be Roxanne versus Tiffany. It can't be Lyra versus Tiffany. I, for that matter, I don't think Lyra versus anybody draws, but just... I can't believe they had her beat Becky. I'm sorry, that sounds mean, but I can't believe they had her beat Becky. It's surprising. But, like, she's the weakest NXT Women's Champion right now, and I don't think that she is going to figure out a way to become a stronger champion leading into Santa Deliver, so I want Roxanne to win here, Provided they've got an idea for something, because I also just don't want Roxanne versus Lola. You know that doesn't mean anything. You need to cash in right now. You can do Roxanne versus anybody on there. Doesn't make any sense to me though. Like Roxanne versus Kilani, no. And I like Kilani. Roxanne versus that'd be kind of fun if you did it right, because you have the whole. I I want to stop you from becoming me. I mean, listen, if Bailey didn't win the Royal Rumble. I'd be suggesting Bailey. You know? I kind of feel like somebody has to come down for it. Yeah. Natty, even. There's that great shot of Natty and Roxanne on Total Divas from like 10 years ago. Could be Natty. Yeah, she could lose. I mean, my point is, I'd rather Roxanne win this title. Yeah. Because if you're going to keep her in NXT, if you're going to insist on that, you know. There's more options for Roxanne to fight on the main roster, like if you know Natty or somebody comes down, than for Lyra. And Roxanne's still a stronger champion, even though she's got her flaws and everything. And the Lyra and Tatum thing, they can have that play out on NXT without the title. It could be like Tatum thinks yeah. that she's helping Lyra, and she ends up costing Lyra. Roxanne wins the title, probably turns heel in the process. Maybe it's like she just like doesn't necessarily cheat to win. Maybe she turns heel over the course of February and March. And then it's like, okay, but she took advantage of Tatum screwing things up. And then you get Lyra versus Tatum on 
the roadblock edition at the end of February or something, you know, Natty makes yeah. a lot of sense. And then there's really not many other people, maybe Tegan, but Tegan seems like she might want to turn heel. I don't know. By the way, they've clearly made it a point to not put Tiffany back on NXT. Yeah. Which kind of makes me feel like they're just waiting to bring her up in the main roster. Which is fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had her in the Royal Rumble and then she sits around, does nothing for two, three months. And then suddenly at the, uh, the draft, it ends up being like Tiffany Stratton. Everybody's like, oh shit, I haven't seen her in a while. That's cool. She's on. I'm assuming she'd go on raw. But like, uh, yeah, I think that that's probably the best game plan. Just give Roxanne the belt here and either get AJ in there, maybe get Natty in there, maybe get like a, if you can tell the story with somebody else, I don't really know who they would go with, but maybe like a Liv Morgan to give her a spotlight or something. I don't know, but I would lean more towards Natty most likely. And I'm currently banking on that being the case. Roxanne beating Lyra. Are you just hopeful for it, or do you think it's going to happen? I'm just hopeful for it. But you think that Valkyrie is keeping it? I think Lyra is probably going to win because the story is her and Tatum. What do you think is going to end up happening with Lola? Just when you think uh, Lyra's vanquished the actual enemy and Tatum, Lola will cash in and She'll just be the champion. Hmm. And what do you think that Santa deliver? You think it's actually Lyra versus Tatum? I think it's, it could be. Cause I don't see like a multi-woman setup right now. Like even like Kiana James and some women that were getting spotlighted. Aren't anymore. Fallon Henley's getting quite a bit of a spotlight, but. As much as I like Fallon Henley, like I, I don't see Lyra versus Fallon being a big like. Ooh, yeah, let's definitely make sure we tune into NXT for that, you know. Yeah, they're not in a good spot with that division. That's for sure. I'm gonna go uh, Roxanne. You're gonna go Lyra. That's gonna be the first one we differentiate on. Uh, differentiate unless actually, were you thinking Trick Mellow Gang for the finals? Uh, no, I'm thinking uh, Wolf, Wolf Dogs. Woof, woof. And then we got the Ilya Dragunov versus Trick Williams NXT Championship match, which is uh, the double duty situation for Trick. All the more reason why he is not winning this championship. I am dead set on the idea that the stand and deliver main event is going to be Carmelo Hayes versus Trick Williams versus Ilya. <laughs> and <laughs> it's getting worse and worse and worse. Ilya Dragunov, of course, uh, I think he is going in as the champion and that trick is going to pin Mello and win the title there. There's too much tying them in together as like a three person thing, but I'd be totally cool with the idea of trick winning the belt here and Mello getting pissed because he's like, hey, you were focused on that title and not the Dusty Cup and that's why we failed that one. And then it's Trick has a uh, match with uh, Carmelo and has to beat him. And then he does. And then Melo just moves up to main roster. Either Trick wins here or he wins at Stand and Deliver. By the end of Stand and Deliver, Trick Williams is your champion. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think he could win it here. But maybe they finally fucking pay off the whole who attacked him thing here. So who knows? Honestly, I hope they announce that Carmelo attacked him here. Because, like, it's been way too far. Anybody even remember how that started? That was, uh, Trick was supposed to be in a, like, a multi-man number one contenders match? Yes, in a four-way. That was, like, October or so? Because mm-hmm, it was building up to Halloween Havoc. Takes forever. Like nobody has yeah. any uh any extra footage of that. <laughs> um you really think that they would have just done it by now, but then injuries seem to have played this thing. It's just been dragged out, and I I haven't been a fan. 
It's been dragged out. <laughs> he is dragging yeah, out. <laughs> it's so fun to say. And it's, I mean, it's so built into my brain at this point that, like, uh, you know, I mean, it's been how many years since the NXT UK people uh, were doing that? It's like when somebody says total package to me and I cut them <laughs> off because I'm like, don't say Lex Luger. And then I have to remember I'm not talking to you. Like, <laughs> there are just some phrases that uh, it, it tickles me in a way that I just, I have to do it in my brain. Like, anytime somebody drops something, from way way back from when i was a kid like i must have been like 13 or something when this had happened uh we had a running thing where when somebody would drop something my friends and i would go that's a broken one and i don't know why that started it's not inherently funny but it makes me laugh to every time i hear somebody drop something to just think or say out loud that's a broken one and like i'll be at a fucking restaurant somebody will drop a glass and i'll be like oh that's a broken one it's like nobody wants to hear me say that i'm just being an asshole (laughs) that's <laughs> well, part for the course yeah yeah that's basically on my business card and this is the second conversation i've had today about me being annoying so <laughs> the point is the time is either just up or very narrowly up for Ilya as champion <laughs> and he's oh, wow. <laughs> the time is Almost up the way it's just up for Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, he's dropping the belt here. He's dropping it as stand and deliver. There's no way he's champion come the time WrestleMania night two happens. By the way, I think he's. I don't think he's overrated as a performer, but I think the way he, the way the character pitches his title reign, has a bit overrated. I think he's overrated as a character too. He's great in a continental champion. He is a dude that I want to see fight a bunch of people. Like if the United, if the European Championship still existed, and we were having like eight to ten matches for an opening level title, Dragon would be a great champion. I, I said not to say that I, I don't like his main event matches. I loved his match with Walter from NXT UK, but like it just it, to me, I think they're overdoing what they think he's doing for the brand. He, uh, I forget how he said it tonight, but he said something about like, Oh, I put my body on the line to build up this title or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. And it's like, Oh, like, you know, I built up this roster or something and it's like, uh, did you (laughs) like, to me, you're kind of just a guy holding a belt. And again, like that's not to, you know, discredit him as an entertainer. Like he is fun to watch against people. Like he fits more in that AEW sensibility to me than WWE. Whereas like if like if he tries to cut a promo, it's not all that great. If he has any kind of character, it's basically just I am a good fighter. Well, his character is I keep saying Bob Backlund tonight, but he's basically he's Bob Backlund. He's crazy. He's a crazy guy who's like, I'm going to fucking wrestle you. It's going to be great. I'm going to feel the rush of competition. It's like, he's great for what he does. It's just, there, there is this weird thing with NXT because NXT was what it was where I think they're so desperate to compare it to the black and gold. It's like whenever you have anybody hold the WWE championship and they instantly are like, I'm holding the rocks title. No, you're not. You're not. No, no. Now you're holding Jinder Mahal's title. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and I think that's what they're doing on NXT where it's like, Oh, the spirit of NXT, like Adam Cole. No, this is a completely different animal. Completely. It's Batista. Yes. Or is it uh road warrior? I'd rather Batista. Than- <laughs> We had to do Mount Rushmore of animals at some point. Yeah, it's just right. uh, not only is it the Road Warrior and the Batista, but it's also like the Swagger Soaring Eagle. <laughs> Comedy um, Gooker and all. There's Mantar. Well, yeah, I mean, he's half. <laughs> <laughs> he's got. 
I don't know if we can top that on this episode. <laughs> So that's NXT Stand and Deliver. That's bro. basically <laughs> that's not even Stand and Deliver. It's Vengeance Day. Oh, that's shit, that's right. <laughs> it's not even late or anything for us to be like delirious and tired. It's just eleven thirty. <laughs> it's just that, like, look, that's the show. You don't have yeah. much to say. It'll be fine. Hey, before we'll be we recorded, then. you were like, I wonder if we're going to even get 45 minutes out of this. We're at 45 minutes and 27 seconds. Look at that. We did it. We, we went over. Uh, we, we beat the spread. <laughs> All right. It took us talking about Mantar and stuff a little bit. But... <laughs> yeah, it's because we just started going Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of the day, are you thinking that it's going to be Dragonov or do you think it's going to be Trick? Uh, I'm going to say... No contest. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck it. We don't have fantasy big points on this. No contest because Melo attacks them both. And everybody just goes, boo. Why Burns. do you do this? <laughs> See you next week on NXT. I don't think I don't think that they're going to go so far as to do a no contest, but I I would bet the house that Melo fucks something up. Of course, I don't own a house right now. So, <laughs> you know what though, and I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw out that, and I'll throw out another prediction for the evening. Camille will be in the crowd. You know, I think that that might be the case too. I expect her to come to WWE for sure, and they haven't been doing that as much lately of having the people pop up in there. Like they never had, like you yeah, know, they don't have any major people. They never did, like um. Brian Pillman Jr. He yeah, would have been they, a big enough name for that, I think. They at least gave him a nice little vignette. Yeah. They gave him that uh that chair that moves by itself. So I think Camille popping up there is something that you should definitely be watching out for. I do not think, for anybody who's wondering, that there's any chance that they're gonna show Okada doing that. <laughs> no. If if Okada gets signed to WWE which I still don't feel like is a guarantee at all. They're going to just give him like that Jade Cargill type treatment, I think. It'll be like, you know, here's a, you know, a video real quick of like William Regal signing the contract with him and Triple H pointing at him at all. Everyone, let's, uh, let's introduce you to Chase University's foreign exchange student. I okay. saw him. I saw one thing. I don't remember who it was. Sorry, I can't give you credit. But the way that they do the whole, like, you, we got to get your trademark name, and it's something, you know, Lexus King instead of Brian Pillman Jr. or whatever. Somebody had said, like, say hello to the newest NXT superstar, Kevin Otaku. God, that's terrible. And I was like, God damn, they might end up going with something like that. God, that's terrible. They would never. <laughs> Hopefully they just go, okay, you, you've got enough. You know, we'll do a Shinsuke here, and you can keep your name. Instead of uh, switching it up a little bit, and you know, <laughs> Sari has to be Saray, and Kana has to go into Asuka. Uh, Okada, you can keep him Okada. I You're not going to work out for uh, Asuka. Worked out for Asuka. It's worked out fine for Io. It's worked out fine for Kyrie. Saray, not the same, but that's you know, it's in it for the story. But I'd be pissed if I was Okada and I'm like, Shinsuke got to keep his name. And they're like, you know, hey, you're uh, you're Kerwin Smith or something. You're Quang Jr. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Quang? According <laughs> to <Edward. laughs> Camille popping up, though, makes a lot of sense. I do think that there's a chance that that happens. And you know what? That could even be their plan. Maybe Camille is the whole like. Okay, we're going to have uh, Camille fighting for that NXT Women's Championship at uh, Stand and Deliver. But then again, like yeah, I, I, you know, Camille versus Lyra? I, I don't see it, necessarily. I could see it. They should just put Camille against Roxanne, just to see the height difference. It's like uh, booking uh, Rey Mysterio against Big Show kind of a match, you know? Yeah. So be on the lookout for Camille. Be on the lookout for 
you want to buy that calendar, <laughs> I guess they're probably going to actually show, uh, put that on WWE shop or something and uh, be on the lookout for some more NXT Vengeance Day talk because of this weekend is the pay-per-view. So, of course, we will be having our immediately following uh, that pay-per-view point post-show. Probably going to have the webcams up for that one, too. If you missed that out on the Royal Rumble one, go back and check that out. Tell us what you think about that. Still looking for some more feedback. If anybody thinks that like there's ways for us to make that a little bit better or you know, what did you particularly like about it, that way we can focus on that a little bit more. But that's it. That's all I got for that. Any other yeah. things you want to run down? Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dude Police. You can follow me on Instagram at Dude Police. You can follow me on Twitch at Dude Police. Follow me. I need more interactions because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, that's just how we feel in 2024. We all need those points from that Black Mirror episode. <laughs> that's the worst episode. I hate it so much. It's the scariest thing. It's so, <laughs> it's so real. What's your favorite episode? You got that one off one. the top of your head? That one. That's your favorite one? Yeah. I still think so... Shut Up Shut Up and Dance is probably my favorite one. That's such a good show. Man. Go watch that, uh, everybody. <laughs> watch that after listening to us. Make sure that you are checking out fanboysanonymous.com, by the way, where, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about Black Mirror at some point. Uh, or at least maybe we could talk about the idea that the first episode of Black Mirror that I was watching... Um, I got introduced to it from Caroline and she's like, Oh, you should really check out the series. It's really good. So we watched the first episode and I'm like, Oh, by the way, is it called black mirror? Because it's like the reflection of like their screen. And she was like, God damn it. I hate you. And I'm like, what? And she's like, it took me so fucking long to get that. What the fuck? And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> what a surprise. Tony tapped in <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> metaphors and puns and shit. If you want to hear us talk more about that stuff, fanboysanonymous.com is where you can find that. And of course, if you go to amangotree.com, you can see links to all the fanboys content, all this markout moment content, and everything else that's happening out there with uh, you know Facebook and Twitter and Letterbox and whatnot. Um, all over the place at Tony Mango. And then the yeah, other links, you know, it's not all Tony Mango. And there's plenty of accounts that have nothing going on that are not listed on here because I just have a million accounts everywhere. So yeah, if you want to follow them too, you're, I don't suggest it necessarily, but you can if you see them around. But go ahead and follow me there. Shoot me a tweet or something, and uh, you know, let's chat it up. Make sure that you are checking out that Discord. Reminder of that: Discord.gg slash all that crap I said earlier. If you want to find that link, I'm gonna probably post that in the description below going forward. If I can just uh, adjust those templates and everything, and maybe I'll have a link on the sidebar or something. I'll figure it out. You can figure it out. You can add it on there and hopefully we'll see you then. Hopefully we will see you coming up this weekend with the NXT vengeance talk. Hopefully we will also see you with the hot tags coming up next. That is on the uh, usual Friday afternoon recording. So got a couple more days before you get to hear our voices again, but go back and check out the previous episodes. If you get lonely and you miss us and we will see you next time for now, this has been another smart out moment and we are being counted out.